jazz age living. Old fashioned sipping, pizzazz ain't missing. Got the fat cats kissing the top. Bring the old age back. Welcome, 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 welcome to episode 26. Just check our levels. We're doing it outside for the first time. I want to make sure we're good. Of episode 26 of the Sunday Punch podcast. Looking good on the levels here. I'm excited about this one. Um, so, no Sean. Let's get it out of the way. No Sean. Thank God. What, well, what happened to Sean, Chris? He was supposed to come on this trip, I believe. Sean was supposed to come on the trip, but Sean sometimes does Sean things. Very true. Very true. We miss you, Sean. We miss miss your salty, smooth voice, but we do have Travis here, and he's using your mic. So, Trav, um, I've known Travis since the first grade. Um, We basically are best friends, I would say. Are we going to reveal that we're best friends on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Uh, We met in first grade, uh, but I want to give you the chance to introduce yourself and however you want to kind of go through our relationship, how you met me, um, and then I'll fill in the blanks. No, no, I think you should go. I fill in the blanks. Okay. So, the first time I met Travis, we were in first grade at a uh, pizza night at St. Joan of Arc. They used to have <laughs> pizza nights where the families would come. Yeah. Did you guys ever have anything like this? Like your, yes. your grade school would say, hey, it's pizza night, everybody, all the families come. We didn't have pizza night. We had more like they had game nights. Okay. Well... We had a pizza night, and then all the kids would obviously go play. And actually, it's it's a good idea to get the adults together. Now that we're adults and we can't <laughs> we can't find friends, you know, girls can go on Bumble BFF. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guys are always trying to. I tried it once; they're all gay, unfortunately. But well, that's because I need to have a kid. Grinder, not Bumble BFF. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys, that's mixed up. I always mix those up, but. What I need to do then, I, it turns out, apparently, is just have a kid and then get invited to a pizza night because then my mom and your parents became Good friends. friends yep. Yeah. And so then we were we were friends in first grade, and then we, we kind of went that way throughout grade school. I mean, sometimes I would have to not call you my friend because Travis in grade school was a little bit annoying. We would play football sometimes. We're going there on this podcast? We're going there. Oh, we would play football sometimes, and Travis would be on the opposite team. And we would beat him around like forty nine to seven. I was hoping this wouldn't come up. So it was like forty nine, forty eight. No, a little closer. No, it was not. It was complete blowout. Down by a field goal at recess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Travis, no matter what score he lost by, would then run in. So there's other people, there's other kids that were doing like just hanging out in the gazebo. He would run into whatever the study hall was, the sanctioned study hall, yelling, we won, we won, we're the best to everyone. (laughs) So then all the third grade honeys, dude, the third grade honeys think that Travis won. And so then we're chasing me and me and my buddy Chris are chasing him saying, No, no, you lost by 40. <laughs> Which just made us all look not good in yeah. front of the third grade girls. But I don't think third grade girls are even thinking about guys yet. No. When when were when did you start or thinking football. about girls and like more of like a you know romantic vibe? I don't know. That's a good question. I think my first kiss was like seventh grade, probably then. Mm-hmm. And that was when mine was. Wait. Your first inclination to get with a chick? Was after you kissed her? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, like... Because I remember being in, like, third... No, I remember in... You weren't even here. We didn't meet. I was in preschool in at uh, in Ocean City, Maryland. And we used to go, me and the other girl... I think I told this on a cast, but I'm going to tell it again. 
because I don't think you've heard this. Me and this girl, Aubrey, and my buddy would go with these two girls, and we would peck kiss. In, Kindergarten? Yeah, preschool. You're precocious. We would peck I kiss. I hate girls in preschool. We would peck kiss in this, like, house, and we would even have a lookout. It was like a playhouse for kids. And our lookout would be like, oh, Miss Karen's coming, Miss Karen's coming. And then she would peek her head in, and we'd just be, like, practicing, like, sand or so. We were, like, doing, like, sandboxes <laughs> or, or whatever. Dude, no, in preschool, I was, you know, paid no attention to girls. I was just playing by myself, and I had, like, a group of three girls come up and was trying to sit next to me while I was playing at the Play-Doh at the table. And they wouldn't leave me alone. They're trying to talk and blah, blah, blah. So eventually, I just took the Play-Doh and shoved it in my ears and told them I couldn't hear them anymore. And then the teacher freaked out. I had to go to the ER to get it removed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean. So that was my preschool story. That was his. I was into chicks then. So you win. Come on, Travis. Give us an honest answer. I, man, that's a long time back. I'd have to say I can't remember. Fourth grade? Probably. I mean, doesn't matter. Were you in, uh, we used to have the desks in fours. Did you, were you ever in, that was Miss Licata. We used to put the desks into four, like groups of four. So you'd be facing someone. And then you'd have someone next to you, and it would be a little four-like quadrant. Okay. You didn't have that. So. Where were you? You weren't in Miss Cottage then. Class, right? That was in, across the room. Yeah, that was fifth grade. Doesn't matter. So you didn't have the quadrants because know. then I talked to Miss Licata. And I said, hey, I'm interested. <laughs> Even then, God. I was talking to the fourth grade teacher. I was like, you know, I have a crush. And the fourth grade teacher. No, not on you, not on the fourth grade teacher. I was I was talking to Miss Licata and said, I have a crush on Karen Sullivan. Can you put her across from me in the quadrant? And she did. And so then what I used to do is I would take my shoes off under the quadrant with my socks and I would just rub Karen's kneecaps. <laughs> oh my god. We were playing footsie, dude. And she was like, just like, oh, I'm just doing math, but she her kneecaps knew different. <laughs> Meanwhile, your fourth grade teachers just got weird videos of all of this. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of weird. Yeah, now looking back, Karen it's like, why did she this? do that? <laughs> why did she allow this to happen? Well, I don't. I I actually asked Karen this again. Uh, I met her. At, she, you know, she went to UF. Yep, yep. And so then, you know, one thing led to another, and you know, we're together. And I was like, do you remember? <laughs> so you went past the feet on the knees. We went past the feet on the knees, but I said, do you remember? And she was like, no. So maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> maybe you that may was have my made dream. This up. Yeah. I mean, well, we were just talking about this yesterday about how memory is just your imagination mm -hmm. and how memory cannot be relied upon because your imagination has to recreate these things. And so, like, if you watch this documentary on like 9 11, like everyone who remembers 9 11 has a different memory. And then the parents were like, no, that's not how it happened. So their memories were shaping. So maybe I didn't. Have foot, I, but it seems like maybe so you real. just thought it for so long that that is now your memory. Yeah, it seems so. You real. You can definitely trick your memory into yeah, hundred percent, whatever you want, hundred percent. Like what? Well, I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> fourth grade. That's you don't remember anything from no, fourth grade. No, I just grade? don't remember those specific details. Yeah, you know, like when I first got in, interested in women, that type of stuff. I have okay. no idea. Interesting. So, whatever. I. uh was into women from preschool through fourth grade, obviously. Travis, it was a blackout. It was a blackout <laughs> decade for him. Travis woke up and just one day. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's girls. <laughs> and he was kissing a woman in seventh grade. And that, actually, as soon as the kiss happened is when Travis then launched yeah, yeah. into the new world. His memories only 
continued from there. But then we didn't go to high school together. Right. You went to Boca High, I went to Pope John Paul, and we did make a pact to See hang out every month. Every month. Yep. I think we kept it. I, you were I, saying I don't think we did. For the most part, we kept it. Yeah. And so then you go to UF, and then I follow you there from UCF. Right. And then that was it. Right, and then I go to Chicago. And then, yeah. And then and you follow me there. Well, I Chicago. like how, yeah, I like how it's now turning into me following <laughs> Travis when it was like, well, I'll give you the UF one. I wanted to go to UF, and then I went to UCF, and I was like, this is a mistake. I want to go to UF, and we talked about it. The Chicago one was all you, brother, because I visited Have Chicago. Have you told the story yet? No. I visited Chicago, and this is like, well, going on four years ago, and. It was we, Cubs. It was, it was the, yeah. So it was the Cubs versus the Dodgers. Yeah, Cubs uh, Dodgers. Is it what is that? NLCS. NLCS. And it was a was it Game Seven? Or it was definitely later. In I the think series. it was Game Six. Yeah, it was Game. I think we were down, right? Yeah, because I remember again going back we to our memories, but three to two. Yeah, and we were at a bar, Cubby Bear, right across the street from. Yep. Yeah, and I remember. It being like a crack of the back kind of walk off kind of deal. I think it was a grand slam. Because everyone was like going crazy. So yeah, you wouldn't be a, doing that if you just won a normal game. Right. It was a grand. It was definitely a walk off, and it might have been a walk off grand slam or something like that. Do you remember that game? I remember the game. I don't remember how it ended though, but I remember, you know, being there and being out and everyone going crazy. No, and then Riggleville was crazy, insane. Yeah. I remember also being there game seven when they beat the Dodgers and everyone. We were in some bar up in Wrigleyville, but then we but we ran down the street to the stadium and it was insane like people ever like they had won the world series even though they had just won the nlcs and you're running down the street and everyone's running down the street trying to run to Wrigley field and they're climbing on the pole yeah like like i said like it was weird because it looked like they had won the world series even though it was just the nlcs it reminded me of when uf won the championship and we packed university at yeah national football championship yeah, except it wasn't that crit. Like, were you? So you were still here. So then I went back to Florida, but you were still here when they won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, I was still in Chicago. Yeah, I wasn't with Chris that night, but we were also in Wrigleyville. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we went out. It was you, me, uh, Erica, and Erica's little sister, Britton. Yep. Yes. But how did you meet um, Erica in college? We met actually at a bar. Really romantic. She was. Let's see. It was our summer right before I left. For D.C. Oh, yeah. And so we were over 21. I think she was uh, under 21. So hopefully mm-hmm. her parents aren't listening to this. Yeah. And uh, well, I'll send them the link. <laughs> <laughs> I think her and her friends wanted some beer. We had a pitcher, right? And so we had known one of her friends in a, in a sorority that was friends with our fraternity. Yeah. And so she came over with her friends. And then we all just started t- uh, talking. And that was, was the... Was I there? I think you were there. Yeah. You, me, and Cameron. Interesting. And now... And married, married, yeah, yeah, and she followed you to DC, yeah, and then to Chicago, and then Chicago, and now where? Cleveland. Okay, big Clee, <laughs> and you're staying in Cleveland for another three years. Three yep. years is now. What's the plan? I don't know. I mean, we're both from Florida. Erica's from Naples, and so the plan is probably to go back to Florida, but who knows? TBD. Um, yeah, it all depends on like where you get a job, mm-hmm. and whatnot. What do you want to do? I mean, you know, we made a, a deal. Eric and I compromised. She said, you can train wherever you want, and I'll follow you. But in the end, we got to try really hard to get back to Florida. So, and, and it makes sense. You know, both our families are in Florida. We want to have kids eventually. Mm-hmm. That'll be super helpful. Yeah. And Florida is, you know, it's a great place to live, great place to raise a family. Sure. Well, I think you should do Erica a solid here. She has been 
doing you a solid oh, for yeah, once. No. She's done me a lot of solids too. For years. Really, really, she... the connection network through Erica is great. She's she's given me a lot of referrals through the years. <laughs> Deduce it from here, okay? I don't want to have to spell it out, but uh, <laughs> so I mean that was like my first like year in Chicago. It was like all referrals from Erica. It was great. I miss Erica all the time, dude. I'm like, damn, that was a good network that she had <laughs> that I was plugging into. It's like good thing we pimp. left. I think you, <laughs> Erica's my. Pimp. I think that ran its course and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I went through pretty much you know, as much as you could possibly do. Yeah, but uh, you even did that it. night, dude, in okay, so at the cubby, oh, at the cubby the, bear, I Britain, don't dude. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Don't send this link to her parents. Yeah, no, no, Britain. So she's she's in St. Pete and has a serious boyfriend doing great, who we really like. Yeah, um, they've been dating for like two years. It's serious. Serious. Okay. So, she ever talk about me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch. I hope not. No, she doesn't. She's she's really happy with. It. No, she's finally happy. She's no longer slumming it. She's no longer going dumpster diving. This guy got her out of her depression that she was yeah. in for. By the way, years. if you're hearing any wind, it's because we're outside. It's the first outdoor cast. Who knows how it's going to turn out? But we'll see. There might be wind in the background. Just get used to it, okay? Just just get used to it and just accept City my science. lovely voice coming through. It is getting cold out here now, though. Yeah, yeah the sun's got to come back. Yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Britain. Britain. Yeah. So they're getting serious. They're gonna get married. Have you talked? Has Erica? Talked you know, to I don't. They're they're definitely serious moving that path. I don't want to put any pressure on them or words mm. in their mouth. But it seems like we're moving that way. And and we'd be happy. He's like the type of guy, you know. I'd look forward to going to family, you know, functions, Christmas, having a couple of beers with. I'd be really. He's a great guy. Yeah. He great reminds me of you. Like a Travis Junior. Bizarro Travis, if you will. That good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like if Travis, like, was in an alternate universe, it would be that guy. What's his name? I don't think Britain would like—I don't think also she wants— Travis. Well, th- no, that's deep-seated, dude. That's deep-seated. So she's attracted to you, but she'll never tell you that. I, this <laughs> it's is deep-seated. Dude. This is getting deep. She probably looked at Erica and was like, man, if I could only have that. Now, not specifically, I want Travis, but then in the recess of her mind was like— Oh, let's plant that seed, and then she saw Bizarro Travis. Like subconscious, or this is conscious? subconscious. Yeah, and then she saw him, and then like her mind was like, ding, 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 kind of like Travis. Go give him a smooch. Look, I have no idea if that happened. I could see it happening to people. I could see you see someone you're close with, a friend, a family member, a good relationship, and you want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's one person who knows the woman mind, it's Adam. So this has to be true. <laughs> this has to be true. Well, uh, that gets me to my next point. Like, when do you think that women actually start thinking about marriage? Did Much Erica earlier. tell you? What do you mean? Did she like would like that would be like my first question? Like, when like, did you start thinking about this? Like that, I could... like in your relationship with her? Well, obviously, I I always knew I wanted to get married, and I wouldn't date someone seriously if I didn't think it was she was marriage material, mm-hmm. and so. But, I mean, we had been dating for a little, only a short amount of time before I knew I could marry her. It's just, you know, there's a lot of other factors. Like, is it the right time in life? Do you have a lot of the same preferences in terms of, like, where you want to go next in living? So it's it's so much more complex than just, are you compatible with them? And, and, and could you say so you knew what? Third date? Probably even earlier than that. I mean, just, like, you get First the sense. date? No, I mean, you get the sense, like, of... Like, this is a person you could be with for a long yeah, time, yeah, whether exactly. it will happen yeah, or not. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I have... 
my feelings, my thoughts are you really got to like, you got to date someone for a long time. I think you got to date a lot of people to know your preferences. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I think that's the major advantage of college and not having a significant other in college is like, you know, you can get out there and explore, right? And you can see what personalities you like, you know, and then when you meet someone that you're trying to get serious with, then you know, like what your preferences are, what, you know, in the long run is going to work with your personality. And so, you know, I could tell immediately, but then after- Would this city shut the fuck up? <laughs> Trying to get serious here, and someone's dying on like in the streets. <laughs> Classic move. Sorry, Travis. Where was I'm sorry I? that guy is getting saved. <laughs> where was I? Just uh, you were you're meshing personalities, oh, and you're yeah, like, no. oh, that can work. But, but then, what were you looking for? What was I looking for? Yeah, because I mean, like you know your personality. Did you want like someone like Erica, a little quirky kind of? Uh, that you would know, mess with types. Complimentary yeah. to yours, right? No, exactly. She's willing to, she's more like spontaneous. She's more spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm much more reserved, like pretty type A, pretty focused. And so I knew the type of person that would work out. Yes, exactly. Spontaneous, like really easy to talk to, really easy going. Mm-hmm. Erica's like a B. Plus, so I'm like an A. And so I think, uh, personality wise, I think that meshes yeah. really well. Whoa, dude. You don't have to come on, bro. You don't have to give her a B plus. I'd give Erica the A plus, and you more of like a C. <laughs> At least you can say like No, I guys. definitely. I mean, I married up for sure. You mean personality type? Per- B, personality per yeah. Se. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that how it works? Is it just B and A? Is there it's a ABC, C? Right. I should. I think it's just. What about D? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's the quadrant, right? The quadrant of personality. Like, didn't you have to take this test? And they're like, at some point, yeah. yeah but it's like kind I don't of bullshit. Know if it was a D. I thought it was ABC. <laughs> I thought it was just A and B. And then you, you guys have like are the doctors. Up, you guys are the doctors. Derivatives of like B plus right, B minus. Now, and do you believe in that? Because I've been on job interviews and they want me to do that before. I mean, this is like way in the past. And I actually told an interviewee, I filled it out, and they're like, "Oh, well, this is this is you, right? This is you like, on uh, paper." The personality test, like yeah. the Briggs Myers or whatever. I forget they what they actually call it, but yeah. And then she said to me, she was like, "Oh, like, do you like you know?" do you agree with this or do you believe in this? And I'm like, no, not really. I mean, yeah, that's my personality the day I took the test. But you think your personality changes? Yeah. Well, I think I think really successful people can adapt their personality to the personalities around them, right? So if you're a really A-type right. personality. A, B, C, and D. If, God, oh, really? No, I don't know. What's C and D? You learn something new from me every so, day, Trent. So, so it says type A is the director. So they're goal-oriented, risk-taking, uh, good under stress. Type A. Uh, type B is a socializer, so relationship-oriented, outgoing, enthusiastic. C is the thinker. They're detail-oriented. They're prepared. They're logical. Think about a lot of things. And then D is the supporter, so task-oriented, stabilizing, but they're more cautious. They're not risk-takers. You're D, dude. No. You're D. I'm, I'm probably like a mix between A and C. You actually don't. Um, just is there like an AC? Here, you don't have to be that close just because it's oh. picking up really, oh. really good. Yeah. All right. Then I can relax. <laughs> I don't have to eat the mic Thank anymore. God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Sean, Chris has been watching you. So I'm like, he wants to like kind of make When Sean it does it, yeah, his like mouth is like rubbing the mic. Yeah. No, but back to what you were saying, I do think like if you can adapt your personality, right? If you're working with a bunch of A's, a lot of times they just, they don't need another chief, right? You need an right. Indian, someone to follow around. Right. Oh, well, yeah, I believe I believe they call themselves the Washington football team now, Travis. Probably a bad analogy to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have too many Chiefs. You don't you want need too many some co- Washington football team members. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. You want me to edit this one out? Travis is so nervous. He's like, I mean, dude, we can't say this. We can't say that. Brian, keep Brian, it in. edit it in. Brian, edit it in. Actually Brian. make it a clip. Just take me out, okay, actually. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can put a Spyro the Dragon like yeah, thing over you. Sit in your seat. Yeah. Um, so you need, and and do, do hospitals do that? Do they build around that? Is that the purpose of it? Okay, we have enough A's. Like, let's get this guy in. He's a D. I don't right? think you take that. I don't think. Well, then why did they make you take the test? They do so do you that. you know for what your personality is. They, they make that. you take it so you know what it is, what you mesh well with it, what you should probably work on. I don't think it's for hiring purposes. Yeah, like when they're recruiting, they don't. But I think when they make teams, they sometimes do. Like they made us sure. all take it. Remember intern year we had to all take it? Mm-hmm. And then we all actually like went to, a, it was like a half day conference we went to yeah. when we talked to the different types and how to. But again, that was more for your personal set. learning, right? Yeah. You learn what type you are. You learn what type you work best with, what right. type you don't work with. So you can try to work on working with that type. Exactly. And so if you can, um, and if you can adapt your personality, work with multiple different types of people, that's, you're, those are the most successful. Yeah. You know. Sorry, I'm, I'm, this, this, like, not being able to see, see the screen here is really fucking me up. And then also I'm looking at my computer screen and, and realizing, like, how disgusting it is. You yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was wondering if you'd ever clean your computer. <laughs> yeah, you know, Clorox that down. I think I've tried before. I think it's just, like, cake to own. Anyone wants to know where COVID started? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Adam's, look yeah. at this computer. Yeah, they're blaming Wuhan. It's really just me and my computer screen. <laughs> it's a Petri dish on there, dude. You know, there's a lot of white mark streaks there. Well, that can't possibly be because I gave up pornography <laughs> one year ago. <laughs> One year ago let's, today. let's get into that. I'm not touching that. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I highly recommend giving up pornography. Everyone needs a vice. You have other vices. Yeah, that's true. My dad say. My dad used to say, everybody gets one vice. What was your dad's vice? Oh, he had like 15. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody gets one, at yeah. least one. No, he was saying for other people, yeah. like, a, like a good person gets one vice. So that could be what? Drinking. It could be smoking. smoking. It could be drugs. womanizing, drugs, pornography, pornography. So you got to choose, Travis. <laughs> let's put this all on Travis. No, no. Let's hear about your. Well, we're we're all we're all on this side. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all. If on only this we side. had a spotlight, we could shine. I'm on actually you. really interested to hear about Chris's vice. <laughs> well, I no, I have a few vices. I think everyone has a few. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a few. But I eliminated pornography, and I'm very proud of it, Travis. A year. One year. Then you got to do memory tests. <laughs> you got to go back in time. <laughs> Hi, mom. But, How you uh, doing, mom? <laughs> hey, she'll probably be like, good for you. She'll text me. Hey, good for you. Um, yeah, don't send my mom this link. Yeah, we were talking about, let's get back to the personality type okay. conversation. So they build teams around it, and I was lost, I think actually. they... They try to, at least, balance out teams with multiple different personalities. But you guys didn't have to do that. You were building out teams, weren't you, at No, some point? Like when they assign, you know, like, in residency, you put on different uh, rotations, different blocks. And I think in those blocks, when they're putting the rotations together, they try to put, you know, there's a senior fellow or resident and then junior resident. So they try to mesh the personalities as best they can. So intern year, the first year, they have everyone take this test. And so that when they're making these teams... I think they, uh, they take use that it. into consideration. Right. Is there anyone you've worked with where I you're like, I just can't work with this person anymore? No, I, I think I'm much like you. I you don't have to say names, but do you ever have that feeling? Yeah, there's not that. I mean, 
like a sinking feeling of there's not oh, a pr- I can't work with but like when I'm working with a person I'm like this is gonna suck yeah yeah but if you can mesh you know if you can adapt and if you don't have that Travis then you must be that person <laughs> <laughs> no everyone seems to like me <laughs> everyone loves me <laughs> what were you gonna say no I think if you're gonna like we said earlier if you can adapt to personality then you can work with most people it's only in the thing the great thing about medicine at least training in medicine is you're not working with the same people for long right so it's usually sometimes a week, the longest, maybe a month. And so if you can just you move on that month, you know, obviously there's people that you don't always click with and your personality is very different. You know, you have a right. different understanding of how or, or concept, how you want to get things done. But, um, you know, you just make it work for that month and move on. It's usually, you know, you being in medicine too, you work with a lot of different personalities, right? You yep. work with people who are assholes. People are super awesome, get around with everybody and everything in between. So Kind of like what Travis was saying, it's even when it sucks to work with someone, you know, the next day or next week, you may not work with that person again. It's way different than like corporate, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah. where you go you into do, your yeah, job yeah. and you yeah. see you this person you hate for every time. day mm-hmm. for every year. I, that would, that would be hard. If you really yeah. click with someone, you want to team with them for a long time. Yeah. It's challenging for sure. Well, yeah. Advertising, it's, you know, it's a business of sadists and masochists and you know which one you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously you and Erica, your personality, you're a D, obviously. And uh, she's more of a B, and it meshed well. Now, you guys got married. It was wonderful. I was there. Yeah. Great time. Wonderful. One of the great, best. Great time. Any any advice for this this one about uh, getting married? They, you know, they're not even starting to plan around the wedding yet. Right, so Chris and say you should? No playbook. <laughs> no play. <laughs> no play. I knew I'd work it in. No playbook. Yeah. So Chris, Chris engaged Nicole, and what six months ago? Last June. So June. you know, I eight? never actually have heard the story of how, how it happened. Early, yeah. Or did, did I? Or did you tell me? I don't know if I did or not. I think I'm I just said now. congrats. I just said congratulations. Don't tell me anything about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just texted me said congrats. I never want to know. <laughs> no. So how'd you do it? You were supposed to supposed do it. Supposed to in go to Greece. Greece. Supposed to go to Greece. But oh, but COVID. Obviously, COVID fucked all that up. Um. So we, you know, went back and forth trying to figure. She obviously had no idea I was doing this, right? Uh, the only people in the know were her sister, and then my brother and his wife who were coming. Um, because they were going to go with us. Mm-hmm. And so they knew. Um, so Nicole obviously didn't know. So we were trying to figure out, okay, we're not going to Greece anymore. Where are we going to go? We thought about maybe going to Washington uh, and doing like the like Mount Olympia up there, um, some of those national parks. But then again, that's when Washington was getting slammed with COVID. And, you know, some people didn't want to fly all that way. So long story short, we ended up picking Shenandoah National Park in Virginia because we could drive there. Mm-hmm. So the six of us drove down. You know, we were there for the week and we just went on a whole bunch of different hikes and I had it planned out to, I was going to do it on top of the mountain, like their biggest mountain, which was the best hike. So, um, my brother's wife, Ellie had the ring with her the whole trip. Cause I didn't want, you know, Nicole accidentally going to my bag and finding it. Sure. So Ellie had it the whole trip and then she hiked it up the mountain in her bag. And then, you know, we got to the top, basically just had to find a spot and I just did it on top of the mountain. Were you nervous? Weirdly, I was. And... Literally a year ago, I'd have been, I was literally like, why do people get nervous? It makes no sense. I, I was the same way. I was like, why do people get nervous? I was like, why are people nervous? There's no real, like, you know they're going to say yes. And I get you're nervous of like, you know, you're not sure, like you're not, but if you've been dating for a while, you know they're going to say yes. Why do you get nervous? And I never understood it until I didn't. I was nervous when I was doing it. I wasn't nervous she was going to say no, just the whole thing. You're probably thinking, okay, this is for real. This yeah. is for real. This is for real. This is the rest of my life. Exactly. 
it's, I mean, there's a little bit of that, but then it's like, you know, you don't want to mess things up. I didn't want to drop this ring off the mountain. That would have been terrible. Um, I'm thinking know. about my future. Chris is like, now, don't juggle this ring. Yeah. <laughs> Although no, no, it turns no. out she wouldn't have cared. She would not have cared. We got dinner last night, and Nicole said, yeah, I don't really care about a ring. And to which I was like, well, Chris, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> yeah. dude? Nicole's a tell you, she's a very unicorn girl. Yeah. She, uh, she doesn't like big shows. She doesn't like, you know, being the center of attention. I mean, she likes the ring. She just is nervous to wear it because she doesn't want to. She feels like she'll lose it. Um, yeah, she so wasn't she, wearing it last night. Yeah, she yeah. she well, she doesn't wear it. Oh, at it work. helped her when she was talking to that guy. I saw her by the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how she gets a, she gets a free drinks that way. <laughs> I never paid for drinks in a year. <laughs> no rock. <laughs> Go approach. Yeah, exactly. So you know, there's marriage. You know, this is this is the point I want to get to. Really, really, wedding my plan? main point is what? Now, what? wedding planning. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, never mind. I was moving on, oh, but I forgot my original question. Yeah, Wedding planning, yeah, advice. I think the best advice, and, and I'm probably not the perfect person to get advice on because we were planning it remotely in Florida, right? right so I was in Chicago, right. I was in residency, busy. And so Erica actually did most of the planning, flew down to Florida a couple of times. I didn't even to the venue until the day before. Damn, really? Yeah, it's pretty bad, pretty sad. Um, but awesome. Erica crushed it, did an awesome job planning. Great advice, don't see the venue. Yeah. yeah, just don't just yeah. don't get involved. Well, yeah. it just sets your just expectations low. Yeah, You're like well, it could be a shithole. Oh, this is yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, I think pick like a few things that you care about and just take those over yeah. and really own those. Plan, take them off Nicole's plate, and then um, I thought did that you was handle real. the music. No, I actually we she did the DJ, but I actually weirdly cared about the cake. What I wanted the Publix. He was a cake guy. Big cake I wanted guy. the Publix buttercream icing. I the one thing I miss about Florida so much is Publix, specifically the cakes. They had that. What about the sandwiches? The subs are really good the too. Subs are nasty. Key lime pie, amazing. Subs, amazing. And then their buttercream icing. Yeah. And so I did that. So Travis got Travis went to one Publix, and got <laughs> one cake, and he was like, "I was wondering Duh. why at your wedding night we all ate Publix subs, <laughs> and then dessert was key lime pie, and then we had some ice." Cream. All Travis is planning. <laughs> so is that it? No, I did the videographer. I did that. Oh, okay. I did all the finances. I'm telling you, the, the thing I liked most about your wedding was getting ready to leave and you guys had pizza. That was baller. Oh, I loved yeah, that. Like the, the pizza second. bar at the end. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. awesome. I forgot about that. That, that was, was actually awesome. the venue's idea. It was a really good idea. I loved that, that idea. Because I haven't yeah. seen that anywhere else. I just went to a wedding in Florida a couple weeks ago. And what was cool, they kind of had a similar thing where after dinner, people were dancing. They brought over little shot glasses that had tomato soup in it and they had little tiny grilled cheeses on it which was oh, kind of cool really smart but the the pizza bar at the end when everyone's you know done drinking and dancing you're getting ready to leave and all of a sudden everyone's like oh there's pizza here i it mean weddings are a marathon if you're especially like these you know that's great when you're younger and you're going you're going out after we all went to the bar after and we mm-hmm. stayed out super late and so you really just needed that i was all, it was great oh, yeah i forgot about that i'm gonna steal that idea i want a pizza bar at the that's end a of good idea. yeah it's super cheap too yeah. the good thing about that is like it's awesome it, it didn't even cost much yeah yeah I was too focused on Katie at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's she doing? She, she's in Hawaii now. Oh, uh, she on her honeymoon? No, no, no. She, like, I think she was in Atlanta, had a serious boyfriend, didn't go well. Wait, wait. She's not with that. I thought they got married. No, no, no. They were engaged, but then it just, they broke it off. Fills it out. Yeah. They broke it off. Dude, where was this information? You're getting me excited. I'm on Sunday Punch only oh, now. Oh, that's right. You don't follow anyone. No. Yeah, well, so she... I follow Sunday Punch and Dana, of course. No, well, yeah. yeah. Dana, come on, Katie, whatever. 
if you were in Chicago, you up. know you'd be number one. But <laughs> no, she so moved to Hawaii. I think she can work remotely because of COVID, so she still has her job in Atlanta. Wow! But just I need to, to hear Hawaii. more of this from from Erica. Yeah, what happened? We need to get Erica out here. I guess we shouldn't go in. <laughs> well, no one knows Katie, but damn. Well, uh, I'm gonna drop it there, but that just like kind of made my day, dude. <laughs> It's oh, you're going to do always, long distance in Hawaii. Always Hawaii, in the I could just move there, dude. Don Draper style. I mean, you could probably do your job remotely, right? No, they let, they, for some, Travis, you don't get how important advertising is. You do do pitches, right? Not advertising, there'd be nothing. Yeah. I've heard that It would just be called hospital. There'd be no, <laughs> there'd be no Northwestern. <laughs> You'd just be like, I'm going to hospital and then sandwich store. <laughs> Well, PR, like Erica could do. I mean, she does her job remotely completely. I mean, I do. I, I wouldn't like that, though. Like, I thought I was going to get hyped about working remotely. Um, but then I was like, man, if I was in my place and I just had to stay there over and oh, over. Yeah, you feel like a prison. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least when we first went remote, I had the distraction You think it would be Chris. different if you weren't downtown in a tiny apartment in Chicago? Like, if you had a big house in the suburbs? I think the perfect place. I feel place like that's worse. And it's, like, too big and it's, like, haunted. You got a backyard. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect place for him to work. Well, Work remotely, I think, is there's a it's probably horse, Hawaii. There's a horse farm in Florida, <laughs> probably right where Katie's. No, no, there's a horse farm in Florida. I think he could work from. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I would like to. I mean, yeah. When I was working remotely, <laughs> that was the play. But uh, so wait, why'd she go to Hawaii? She's still doing consulting in that whole. The, yeah, that I think so. Thing? And because they're not traveling, so she was like, "I just want to live in Hawaii." I think she's like, "I got a couple months. Yeah, I can do whatever I want." I mean, Cameron did the same thing, right? He was in Atlanta. Him and his wife are lawyers. Yeah. And they're working remotely. So they just went to California for six months. They rented their house in Atlanta. Oh, that, And they just got an apartment well, in California. I did the same thing in Florida. I went to Florida for a month. I mean, you, yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, they, they you might as well. You're never you guys gonna... are you ever coming back? <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe not. I thought we were going to move out in June. He wouldn't be back yet. Well, Chris is like, dude, I'm on season uh, 400 in NBA 2K. Like, I can't, <laughs> yeah, start, I can't start without you. I'm trying, I'm, to, I'm trying to sign Larry Yates, the fourth generation commu- computer generated player here. And what, we won like 48 championships in a row. Yeah. Weird thing about that, Travis, every time we visited the White House, Barack Obama was there. <laughs> Dude's been president for 50 400 years. 400 years. <laughs> America turned to a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would have just switched to like a normal, just like whatever, right? He could have kept him a black guy, just like not Barack Obama. He's like a very. But do you th- do you think the like creators fits. of NBA Two K were like, all right, every four years we got to make the president new? Oh, if they were if they were into the details like I am, I think they would. You but, don't have to put Donald Trump there, but just you know, just some random like generated person. I think you want them focusing on the basketball. Right? That's all that matters. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Adam was more into the president. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's it going to Because then after it was that, I was like, I wonder who's it going to be now. Yeah. And it was just Barack Obama. It was forever. so funny because, you know, we would win a championship. He'd be like, oh, yeah, we just won the championship. This is awesome. And then, like, it'd go in and be Barack Obama for the 10th year. And he'd be like, God damn it, this sucks. Yeah, I can't play that game without Chris because I don't like doing all the stupid details, like signing people, figuring out the math of the contracts. I was like, dude, when do I shoot the ball? <laughs> exactly, that's all Put that matters. Put the ball in Larry Yates' hands and get out of the way. <laughs> Larry Yates was a computer-generated yeah, player. Yeah, 100% we had... right on everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, is... no, 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 no. It's a computer-generated person that you then have to build up through training. But he just had the smoothest shot. It was, it was Adam's crazy. favorite basketball player of all time. This guy doesn't even exist. Yeah. I want to get a Larry More Yates jersey. Maybe, dude. The way Larry was Larry Yates, down. yeah. On he was the six Lakers. Six in the finals? He was like, no, he was like, 
like well, six I don't, and nine. Who cares? No, knows? he said six or six in the finals. Oh. Like Jordan. Oh, he was no, he was like twenty for twenty. <laughs> That's how many. You yeah. Won. Did we ever lo- once we got there? Did we ever lose a championship? Who knows? We got so good. Remember the very first game we played and got fucking destroyed. Oh, remember yeah. that? Like lost by like twenty. Yeah, like, and then we got. Yeah, really this got good. hard. And then like yeah, we got like well, two. We good. know basketball. We know the X's and O's. And then we were like, you know, you got to come off a screen. So, yeah, when we started quarantine, we basically all we did is play 2K16. Yeah. I And I, I've been thinking about getting a new uh, thing, but then I just never pull the trigger. Yeah. Are you going to get one? I know I'm we all talked about I'm going this. to get the PS5. I've been looking for months trying to get it, but it's still sold out everywhere. Oh, really? Oh, since like no. You want to get the PS5, not the Xbox? I'm going to get the PS5. You will? Yeah. Can, that, can we play cross-platform? Like if you have the Xbox? Yeah. Mm, I'm sure some games you can. I don't know. What about NBA? <laughs> I don't know the answer. I well, then I'm going to have to get a PlayStation. Let's get a PlayStation. All Better. right, fine. Travis is like, this is a complete waste of time. If I'm not learning, then I die. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you texting for beers? Yeah, yeah. Three, Sweet. right? You all want one? Yeah. I'll, 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 more add, mead. Add, more mead. And then uh, <laughs> lime. Lime juice. Yeah. Lime right. juice. Gotcha. Yeah, that is the benefit of... Uh, Having your your wives here to bring us, you know, usually Sean has to get up. It's a whole ordeal. I yeah, like Sean being, is usually the beer. No, we're lucky guys. Yeah, lucky guys. Man, that Katie thing's blowing my mind. Well, right when now. Erica comes out here, we'll ask her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Because she posted the ring and everything. Did you know this? That she had split. Yeah. No. Well, I guess you don't post it on Instagram. I think it was a long time ago, a couple months ago. So I thought it went a little fast. To be honest, I was yeah, like, man, definitely. they got married pretty quickly. Engaged. Oh, engaged, yeah. Engaged. Well, engaged. engaged pretty quickly. I never know the difference. I call people <laughs> wives, fiancés, girls, girlfriends. Beyonces. Gamars. <laughs> yeah. I no, I didn't know. Damn, Last dude. I heard, she was engaged. Travis doesn't fill me in on any information. I, I, I forgot you. I thought, I mean, she's friend. making it very never, clear on he Insta. He never hits me up. I thought you. He's always busy. All right, what else? What else we got in this? Let's, let's move past. No, I'm, this is gonna work into something. <laughs> so, you're telling us you moonlight a shit ton. Yeah. And is that affecting anything, or do you just like? You mean between Erica and I? Yeah. No, no, she she's great. She she also, you know, because we dated through med school and residency, saw what my lifestyle was like. And so, even though she's not in medicine, she has a keen understanding of how busy I am. And so that's why you know when you were talking about earlier, could you marry? You know, did I know? I knew really she's independent and she, yeah. you know, she, she does her own thing and she does not need me to have fun or, or do anything. And so that's really important. That was something I was obviously looking for because I knew, you know, I'd be busy. Sure. That's my career. Damn. So do you think there's just marriage people and not marriage people? And do you think it's 50% of people are not marriage people like myself? And that's why the divorce rate is so high because not married people then get married <sighs> and then are like, wait a second. I just figured out I'm not a marriage person. Man, that's deep. <laughs> I think. No, I think most people are probably marriage people. You just got to find, find the, right the right person. person. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't think you're a marriage person until you find the right person. Yeah. And some people just are like, well, I think there's a lot of social pressure. People get married here. too right, too early. There's a lot of pressure from whatever family friends friends are doing it, so you want to do it, and then you find someone who you settle, right? Someone they settle because of timing and social pressure even though it's not the right person. Yeah. And so then obviously that leads to a lot of issues. And then, then they try to have a kid, right? And so marriage doesn't go like, oh, let's well, have a dog kid. First. Dog let's, yeah, first. Let's get dog a dog. You know, that'll, just like, that'll and solve the, the problem. dog doesn't fix it. That's the, that'll solve the problems. Yeah. 
And then just as like this, you know, this never ending cycle. And eventually, obviously, it ends in divorce. And so that's why it's so key. You know, you have to really just find someone that. Yeah. You agree? Meshes. I agree. Damn. I've never even been close to that thought. Well, then you. I mean, you might. There are some people people are also afraid of commitment, though. Yeah, some people. (laughs) Well, I can't even commit to like. I don't want to name names, but. I can't even commit to like a. Well, dog is a big commitment. Dog is a commitment for dog's sure. Dog's a big commitment. You got to take yeah, care of that. Yeah. And you're not going to get a dog? Not until we have kids, probably. Because, you know, I like the freedom of being able to travel on the weekends. Yeah. Come to Pittsburgh, no issues. But if you have a dog, like, that's another factor or something that might keep you yeah. from traveling. All right. What do we? What else we got here? I thought that was going to go longer, to be honest. What, the marriage stuff? Yeah, the 50% of people, dude. You could keep going on it. Okay, well, let's keep going on it because I think there's two types of people. I disagree with you. And there might not be the percentage of 50-50, but there's just people, girlfriend guys and not girlfriend guys. And I think that certain guys just really like to have constant companionship. And so they just get with a girl just because, and they're like, well... She's there, and I enjoy just, you know, not it's having easy. That, And it's easy, and I don't like to think about things, like, you know, further than, you know, that she's there, right? I don't want to think that, oh, maybe she's not right for me, and I might not be a girlfriend. Well, no, he would be a girlfriend guy, so he would never think that. But you would just, you just, you just like that, and I don't know what it is. It might be because... Well, you had sisters, so I think that might be an influencing thing. You're sure. used to being around right. girls. For sure. Yeah. I think that's a, that, that definitely helped. And mm-hmm. I have a huge family, like, you know, like 60 cousins. Yeah. And so just being constantly around, I think you're more socially aware, most yeah, keen on that subject. But you think that you're just not a girlfriend guy. Well, maybe not now. But I can see myself, like, so probably when everyone leaves. <laughs> And then I'm like, wow, I really got nothing to do. But why, I would say, why do you not, like, what's your thing into getting a girlfriend? Um, well, because I just don't think it's fair to her to waste her time right now in my life, right? So maybe, like, whenever But would that be wasting time if you guys are, like, you both enjoy it? Right, because the, be the, the first say, the step, I, I don't know where getting a girlfriend go. doesn't necessarily mean you're going to marry that person, but it is the first step. Well, that was my the prior question. It was like I think girls like think that almost immediately, like within like date two, like oh I could see myself marrying him. Let me work towards that now. He said he's not some into do. it, but I'm not going to listen don't. to him. But yeah. but I think my thing is is like you know you get a girlfriend it doesn't mean you're going to marry this person, and then like you have a girlfriend, it's going good, and then now maybe you're like oh. Maybe this girl is changing my mind. Or vice versa. Be yeah. like, oh, never mind, and actually. Yeah. And you're actually, I mean, how upfront you are with them is actually really nice, right? A lot of guys yeah. don't do that. They string them along and then yeah. even if they have no interest. And so, but you could, if you're honest and say, look, you know, I'm not probably an interested in a long-term commitment or I don't know right now. I think most people, most, you know, women would say, you know, that's fair. Like, let's just see how this goes. I'm also really probably just addicted to the spark, the initial spark. Yeah, you know? you're a, you're a, you like the chase kind of guy. I like the chase. I like the spark of like, man, this is like, you know, I'm going on a date or something. And like, you don't know this person. You got to be like on and you got to be in an entertainment mode. And it feels good when it's like going well. Yeah, you get that. And in, then you're like, you get, you that get that adrenaline, yeah, yeah. right? 
Might be. I might just be an adrenaline junkie. Maybe That's I your need, vice. Maybe I need to start like uh, doing extreme sports or something. Right. You could find another route to get that. Because you know, right. But then would I just get too addicted to extreme things? <laughs> 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 I can't date this guy. He's base jumping next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously, you know. <laughs> that spark fades away in any relationship, right? And that's Remember the, Adamo? He got really into base jumping. <laughs> and, Weirdly o- and other extreme things. <laughs> no, I like, think... Like, I mean, there's that one guy, right? He tried to date the, the guy on uh, uh, Free Solo. Yeah. Did he watch that? With you. Oh, okay. You saw Free Solo? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy is free, you know... He's, rock climbing, He's yeah. rock climbing with no tethers. And then he, like, tries to get a girlfriend. And then the girlfriend is like... Gee, and he's like, I'm never giving this up. I love free climbing. Right, she and wants then, of course, fan. the yeah. yeah, she's like, well, can you stop? And he's like, I thought I told you. Now get back in the van. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, that guy should not ever have a wife. And I think he realizes that. Well, he's got a, yeah. He is married to rock climbing. Yeah. Right? That's his, yeah. That's his commitment. Just like... A Catholic priest is married to God. So what and are there you? There doesn't get another. What are you married to then? If it's not, I'm married to this podcast, Travis. <laughs> this is the longest commitment I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, you saw the whole setup. Twenty six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, now now looking back on it, like that is yeah, it's the longest for sure, definitely. I mean, there's the on and off. Cassandra yeah, you're talking time. about serious, yeah. like, but. That was just on and off long distance. I don't consider that a serious commitment. She would tell you differently, but <laughs> at the time. That was before you were up front. I liked Cassandra a lot, but it was just like, definitely not at that point in time. It was never going to work out. But now the podcast, like the commitment, you have to go to work, right? Do your job. But then you come, you do, you've seen the setup. You go to Sean's, you got trip. a lot of setup. Then you have to do the whole editing. Then you have to look at it. Then you have to do the clips and everything. And I do it because I really like it, right? Yeah. So someone with a girlfriend be like, I can't wait to go home and uh, just watch a movie with my girlfriend or go out to a new place and uh, or, like, go on a trip with my girl. Like, people like doing that. It doesn't – that's never crossed my mind. Even when I had a girlfriend, I'm like, okay, well, I wonder what the buddies are doing. Like – Maybe just wasn't the right. What do you think, Chris? I mean, it's probably I mean, just a not the right person. And the B, right, maybe just not the yeah. right time. Or you, I mean, there, yeah, it's nothing wrong with not being, you know, someone that wants to get married or or into a long commitment like that. That's yeah. I think you have to know what I you do like. See a, a dark future though, where it's like all the friends leave, right? And right, that's a problem. Yeah, everyone's gonna get married. Everyone's gonna have kids. Why don't we all just make a pact? And Adam's just <laughs> we should have done this. Uncle, <laughs> yeah. <We> <laughs> We should have just made a pact 10 years ago. You realize if every guy made this pact, I think we'd be a lot happier. (laughs) 10 years ago, we say, we're never getting married. We're always going to be hanging out and don't tell the girls that we're going to do this. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, (laughs) Chicago. Like all the guys in the world got together. I couldn't sustain that lifestyle for, for that long, though. The Gainesville lifestyle, the single Chicago lifestyle. Yeah. But there's it's different now with the app. Like, you don't have to go out and, like, be at a bar all night and be, go up and hit on – you can just be like, all right, well, I'm into a little bit of a companionship That's now. True. Let's That's go true. on a date, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, they're coming. Shut up. See, I've been Shh. out of it for so Mom. long. Mom, No, they're, they're out here now. Shh. <laughs> we can't talk. <laughs> if you just threw that beer. 
Oh, that's fine. We we'll, we'll blur you out. Thank you. We'll blur thank you, thank you out. You. Spiral Erica, the we dragon. We have some questions for you about uh, you. Katie. <laughs> thank you. Adam didn't know. I didn't know. No. That Katie and her fiance broke up. Yeah. What? So. Oh man. I'll we'll go deeper. Yeah. Later. We'll get a deep later. dive later. Damn. That's insane. That actually kind of made my day. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kate. Yeah, where I was in the closet. <laughs> Why don't we tell that story? That's a good. That was Katie. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be done in like uh, what? A day. Hour? Forty-five to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here. Can we got I, some more. Uh, we got some more topics we got to cover. Can I open? What were we talking about? Relationships. Yeah. Uh, that you're never gonna have a serious girlfriend. Well, no. I think I no. I like. I think I'll have to. Right. That's my point. I think I'll have to eventually. Well, you know, I mean, not really. Just, you I don't think. I don't people... think you give it a, a chance. Before yeah. it gets I mean, started, if you didn't want, if you really didn't want to, you could find people with similar, you know, yeah. either you could find younger guys and just always have friends that are way younger. Yeah, you know, but I don't want to be like, well, boat guy. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's true. It's like too much. I'll be fine. Especially in the big cities, like there's plenty of people that are just really focused on their career, men and women, who, yeah, you know, get into their 30s, 40s. Oh, for sure. So that's, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, there's tons of people like that. Mm hmm. No, I'll be fine. I'm just saying. I think I think I already know like the next, what the next steps will be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And right now it's not ready, but I just hope the thing I hope is I didn't miss like the opportunity, the yes, window, like all right? the the good, the, all the good people in my life. Right. I I you know that you could have threw like, away, and I was like, no, I'm not waiting. ready because of all of the potential futures. Sure. Now would I get like too old where it's like, wait a second, I don't want to be with this guy because this or this right and then i missed the good one back in the day right i guess i could wait for the first divorce <laughs> that is dark <laughs> i guess i could wait for the first divorce you never know yeah i mean you know what they say about your first wife it's not gonna be your last wife that's what they say <laughs> who's they <laughs> who's they all right okay i do want to say this though because i mentioned it if you're going to commit yourself to something, then do it, okay? Don't fuck around, right? Yeah, if you're going to yeah, if you're going to be even anything an NBA player, right? I think yeah. for the first 10 years of your career, you can't be fucking around with trying like you can't if you want to be great. Right. right? You could be just talent-wise, you could be really good. If you want to be Michael Jordan or Tom say, Brady or Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Those first let's say not say 10 let's say those first five to eight years, you cannot have a wife because you have to be constantly working on your craft. I don't, I think it's almost opposite, Or though. you have to have someone I that, feel like you should have a wife and then you're not worried about going out and, like, yeah. fucking around with, like... You're not worried about going someone. out either. Right. right. You, you if to, you watch Tom vs. Time... Oh. Dude. I can recite Tom vs. Time. <laughs> he's not going out. Right, but right. he has a I, wife who but he has now, his now commitment. he does, but he didn't first. And supports him. And he and got his great. And then is Honestly, when he got like, she is an amazing wife because she she does so much that allows him to have all that time mm -hmm. to focus on his body. Right. I mean, man, when you watch Time vs. Time, he's watching tape till like midnight every yeah. single night, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he can only do that with a wife who really helps him, really supports him. Would that inspire you then to like crack open the, the books and like be like, that's it. I wanted to go to bed, but I'm going to get an hour. Man, I, used, I would watch it before I'd work out and then have the best workouts. Really? Just go insane at the gym. Yeah. Because you're like, 
Because you just see his commitment. You're yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 20 minute episode. I just watch that while you're, you know, getting ready, whatnot, and go to the gym and just like. But I, I think with guys, you have to have that personality, right? Yeah. Some guys, it's just not for them, right? They, they have more fun just relaxing. I think for those guys, they have a lot of fun just ha- being like in pain and constantly working. Like Kobe waking up at 4 a.m. I think he liked it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, you don't do that unless you. But enjoy that's not it. most people. He, you know, exactly. It takes. That's uh, why I think like those shows are kind of like you know, to ridiculous. Get that, because... I think to be that good at something, you have to be a little off, right? Like you have to be able to focus and, on your craft. Yeah. To such to extreme level, obsessed right. level. Yeah. Like so OCD. Like to make it in the NFL and to be great, like Tom Brady. I mean, it's. But all like you about said, it. I mean, you should do that with anything in life, not just professional athletes. Whatever you're doing in your job. Yeah. Yeah, like, right. what would be the equivalent in your job, though? Like, you'd have to stay, write papers, uh, get published, and then you'd be, like, yeah. the most well-known. Like, do you guys have, like, a you, an anesthesiologist, you're like, that's the go-to guy for anesthesia. He knows everything. Like, yeah, there's people like, like articles that. and stuff. There's people like that, for yeah. sure. We're like, oh, this guy, you know, wrote these articles on this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it, or, like, they wrote these chapters in these big textbooks. Yeah. and whatnot. They're like, yeah, like these guys are the experts on it. But, you know, that's a good thing with anesthesia, though, is there's a hundred different ways to do things. So you come up with your own thing. But yeah, you know, if you have a question and you're like, oh, like this is the guy who wrote the book or chapter on this topic, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. And you, you're just not interested in, in becoming that guy then? Well, I mean, to me, I, to me like, I, I'm not big into research. Yeah, I like my I like my life. I like... You know, hanging out with my friends, going and do fun things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to constantly be in the lab doing research. Or my philosophy, and like I said, people have different philosophies, is I want to work to live, not live to work. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to work my job, you know, take care of patients the best I can, and then still have my life enjoy. Because in my own mind, when I'm 80, am I going to regret that I didn't work more? Or am I going to regret that I didn't live more? I feel like you would regret that oh, you didn't live for more. Sure. Yeah. Most people... Yeah. But again, that's mean. Some people, you know, have different type of personality and they're, they're like, I want to do this research. I want to constantly be at work in the hospital. Like you hear some of these surgeons that like live in the hospital because that's all they want to do. I'm like, good for them. I mean, that's not what I want to do. But right. it's, yeah, it's pretty hard in medicine, though, to delineate like who's at the top. I mean, besides right. like the most published, it's like kind of right. more diffuse. Like who's you just exactly. kind of good or bad. Like, I, I, Is there is in an advertising world like. Yeah, is yeah, it clear yeah, like yeah, who's yeah. the dominant? Well, I mean, there's like the major guys at the major agencies, right? And those guys are psychos. I mean, all they do is advertising to get there. You just yeah, they don't. Get they sick. don't go home. They don't. Right, have exactly. Wives or kids. Or they anything. own these agencies, or they're just like VCs. Yeah, they're VPs either like or... the senior VPs and stuff like that. Well, and also the CEO is probably the same. I mean, those people are addicted, so addicted to power that they they get joy out of that instead of watching their kid, you know, hit hit a little league home run. Like that would do nothing for them. Right. right. But making a multi million dollar deal and doing this and that, you know. Yeah. Makes them feel good. And being able to say I'm the vice president, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And again, you're right. Medicine's different because like you don't have to be like I know a lot of doctors who don't do like any research, don't do any of this stuff and like they're probably some of the best doctors I know. Right. Okay. It's just you're not going to have, like, your name on a big book or anything like that. But if you, like, have a question, you're like, oh, this guy or this guy's awesome in, like, patients crashing, right? And everyone's like, well, if there's a patient crashing, this is the person I want there because they would, like, do all this shit and fix it, right? 
Maybe it's just for sports. You have to be that. Committed. I think it seems to be. I'm trying to like think of an analogy between either or a field. Yeah, it's just it's totally different compared to sports. Yeah, you it's clear who the best you know quarterback is. Yeah, it's clear oh. who the well what is it Tom Brady or is it Aaron Rodgers? Well, I guess ever Tom Brady currently probably Aaron Rodgers. It's not about championships, then. It's about more of, like... Like, who's the best player if you had a team? Like, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Tampa Bay, I think... They still win. Yeah, because yeah. he's he can he's more accurate still. He's, he's definitely more mobile. I don't know about that, just because... Know. What just, if you put Tom Brady in the Packers? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because Tom Brady... Yeah, do you realize how There'd crazy be, that is, that Tom Brady went from one team to another and won a Super Bowl? I mean, that never happens. I mean, LeBron yeah. did it. I, I mean, that's gonna irk it's not good. A lot of it is intangible, for sure. Yeah. You know, he he's his persona, like everyone around him, I'm sure, just believed it could happen. And yeah. that goes a long way. Yeah. No, dude, LeBron so is a great athlete. So we're going to sports athlete. now? We're yeah, we're going to sports? sports now. LeBron's a great athlete. This is okay? a sports segment. But, he, you know, I mean, I just don't like him as a person. And he's not as good as Diana Taurasi. Everyone go back to episode 23. And he's not as good as Diana Taurasi. <laughs> so on the Bill Simmons podcast I was listening to, Jack, Jackie McMullen came on and said, Diana Taurasi is the best athlete I've ever seen. Women's NBA or a WNBA player. But how she's is she, great. How she's is she she's really great. That? She's comparing that like of women or of no of everyone. It's like come on, come on. LeBron is a better athlete than Diana Taurasi. Well, I've never. I actually don't know who Diana Taurasi is. She, well, but. she's she's a. Uh, but WNBA I would play WNBA, I would but guess. she was really good. She was like a Kobe under. She's got like Kobe she's traits. Good. Yeah, she's very she, good. She can, can she dunk? She, no. Okay, then so how there, could you <laughs> even argue? That, that's my like whole point. Every NBA player LeBron can dunk. can take off from the free throw line. That automatically makes him a better athlete. They're more athletic. I just, I would, like, did they dive into what her criteria were? Like Just uh, her tough, mental toughness, um, personality, obviously on the court play. I don't know if I would say that's not really athlete. I agree with you. Right. Right. No, I totally agree. Like athletic to me is like you can do something that nobody else can do because you are a freak athlete. Are a freak athlete. Yeah. And you don't have to work on it at all. It's just like LeBron can take off from free throw line, right? I think she's good at uh, analyst, and I liked her. Yeah, I like her a lot. I like her a lot. I really liked her. But it was just like it was like one of those statements you make to be like, "Oh, did you hear what Jackie McMillan said?" Yeah, right. That's true. I would even put Serena Williams better, way better than her, Diana Taurasi. I mean, Serena Williams is what? Didn't she win a Grand Slam? Not a Grand Slam, but a win a major while pregnant. I think it was right after she gave birth. Who the fuck does that? She didn't sing. Yeah, not me. That's nuts. And then she married the Reddit uh, founder. You know that? No, I didn't know. That. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't yeah. follow tennis either. That they person. have like a mega. Yeah, that's that's the power couple right there, for real. Yeah. So yeah. move sports, over, Tom talk. Brady, Giselle, Reddit, uh, Reddit creator, and Serena Williams. Sports. I know we want to talk about the Dolphins. So yeah, yeah. What did you? Uh, so I want to get your thoughts on. We don't have to go to the draft swap. They swapped with San Fran. Uh, you probably didn't know that. But what are your thoughts on Tua, dude? Yeah, the, Travis is a big Dolphins fan. I mean, I watched him. Obviously, being a big Florida fan, I watched him in the SEC for what three years. Yeah, and he was amazing. I thought he was going to go to the NFL and be good instantly. Yeah. I think he struggled on the Dolphins, but I think a lot of it was they didn't have good weapons. You know, their the skill positions of the Dolphins were not that good. Devontae Parker? Okay, they had one. They had one. I wouldn't call him. Yeah, a number one. Yeah, yeah. He'd be a good number two, even maybe number three. But um, I think once they – clearly, I think their moves in this draft have indicated 
they're going to keep Tua. Yeah. That's their plan. Because, um, you know, if they had stayed at number three, then you'd say maybe they draft a quarterback that high. But now that they're at six, they're, they're probably going to take Tua. a skill. And, like, yeah, and they're going to take a skill player. Hopefully, I mean, if Kyle Pitts is – I don't think he'll be around. I think he goes four. I think, yeah. you know, the first three take QBs and Can Kyle Pitts is four. Can you look up the draft order? I know yeah. the top couple. It's obviously Jacks, yeah. then the Jets. What the Jets do is going to be interesting. Are they going to take a skill position or are they going to take a quarterback? I can see the Jets taking Devontae Smith. Yeah. Or I, I could I probably could see, see them. Don't you think they'll or trade? Or Jamar Chase. They'll probably trade. You know, I guess I just didn't see a lot of Jamar Chase for some reason. He was out he this year. He didn't play last year. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, of COVID. He sat COVID. out. COVID. But he was in Joe Burrow's. Yeah. yeah. And he's amazing. He's I guess good. I don't remember him. No, he I, had, I know like, he just ran a 4 3. Crazy amount of touchdowns. I can't remember the numbers, but killed it when they won yeah. the national championship. Yeah, he was awesome. Okay. Um, but, you know, so the but Jets. You can't take him over the guy who just proved it, Devontae Smith. Yeah. That would be People a, pure, take whatever they would want be a take. pure Jets move, by the way. I think. Do the Jets have a good tight end? I don't even. Dude, I can't. No. No. I would, Chris Herndon, he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. He sucked. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris, if you're listening to this. Chris Herndon is, uh, I don't get what the hype was. Everyone was either. hyped on that Dude, guy. I took him. I was like, oh, I got this guy to steal. He was supposed to be awesome, and he was terrible. Yeah. You tight end is the hardest position. You got to take Kyle Pitts before any of those receivers, because there's plenty of good receivers. Every year there's a lot of good receivers. I don't think there's ever going to be, or it, not anytime soon, there's going to be a tight end like Kyle Pitts coming out. Yeah. No, I mean. Or if ever there's been difficult. a tight end this dominant. Yeah, this I mean, gifted. I guess you could say Tony Gonzalez, right? Yeah, I mean, but he didn't even go in the first monster. round. Like, no, yeah. I meant like just overall career-wise. Gronk, Gronk, obviously. Sure, yeah. sure. Kelsey. But I'm saying like Kelsey. coming out that he, like you, were you knew it. like he yeah. was, you know, like when Andrew Luck came out of college, you knew he was going to be a great quarterback, mm. right? Like Kyle Pitts coming out, you know he's going to be a special player and yeah. for a long time. I would love for someone to get, like I'd love the Browns straight up. Got, I think Kyle Pitts can be awesome. I think, I think you need the good gonna, teams— no. Where are they? No, they were to trade up. No, yeah, trade they didn't trade up. no, that's what I'm saying. Is the Jets, they might, someone probably wants a quarterback. Like Atlanta or someone might trade with the Jets because they. It, it depends. If the Jets stay at two, they're probably taking a quarterback. And then maybe they're I saying. Think, well, I think they're weirdly committed to Darnold still. I think they take Devontae Smith. But you could get Devontae Smith. I would then, if I was there, I, I would trade. I, I would don't trade with think Atlanta, they should give up on back. Darnold personally. I they don't have they weapons around Darnold. I think they should give up on him. He just doesn't look like the guy, right? But he doesn't have any. It's like, who does he? I mean, I guess he has, he has a good running back, but. I mean, we'll see. Are you sold on Trevor Lawrence? Is he going to have weapons in Jacksonville? Or is that just going to make him look I mean, bad he's, because I don't he's know. nothing else? I actually don't know how good he's going to be in the NFL, but he's definitely going number one. I mean, he's been oh, number 100%. one since He'll be he was a freshman. Sure. Oh, sure. Everyone knew 2021 Trevor Lawrence yeah, was number sure. one pick. Um, so Jacksonville hasn't been on the. The Jets have been on the clock since the end of the season, you know? Everyone knows. I, ha- I wasn't a fan of when Darnold says, I'm seeing ghosts out there. That, yeah, just, that seemed like. I think you're toast then, dude. That's if sucked. you admitted that, I think you're done. Once you start seeing things, yeah. I mean, quarterbacks, it happens all it happened with Randall Cunningham, I remember on the I Vikings. think Joe Burrow will be really good. Yeah, I guess. I so they're four. So the Bengals are four. Leg. And they could get I think if Kyle Pitts falls to four and they get him, that'd be huge for Joe Burrow. True. But I think they're gonna take an offensive tackle. I think they're gonna take that guy. Oh, from yeah, because their line is terrible. So yeah, they want to protect. I mean, look at Joe Burrow. He's already yeah, he's hurt. Already, already want to protect that guy. Yeah, yeah. They they pretty much have to do that, right? Yeah. And then what, I mean, they have decent skill players. They do. Yeah, they do. Right. I mean, Joe Mixon's a good running back. So should you so say it's two all the way, dude? You don't want to sweep in, get Deshaun Watson on the cheap with oh, the man, army I of would, massage I would, therapists. I would not touch Deshaun Watson with a ten foot pole. If you have that, uh, <laughs> if that's your judgment, I'm sure there's more skeletons in the closet. 
I would. Oh, I want the Bears to come sweep in. I want them to be like, yeah, we'll take them. We'll take that nightmare off your your hands, and then just just put them in. I mean, if you look at what they were asking for at the beginning of March and now, Deshaun Watson, you know, I mean, he's not worth get, anything. Right? Yeah. But you have to think like if he's doing this, what else is he doing? You know what? Uh, but what you're if, at risk, right? Like, I mean, it's not a good look. What if it gets to the point where like this comes out and like maybe a lot of these are true? Is the NFL going to suspend him? Yeah, for sure. And these are just civil lawsuits. What if he gets sued criminally or something? Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually going to happen though. Yeah, why hasn't the NFL? I'm sure they're doing their own investigation, and then they're going to figure out if they're going to suspend him or not. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing their own thing for sure. Yeah, who knows? They have to. I mean, he has to get suspended. You would think. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's true, right? You don't know if it's. Proven, I mean, it's almost it's definitely guilty, true. But right? it seems when you got 22, you were in. You were in the the room, Traff. <laughs> no, look, look. You're innocent until proven guilty. But when you have that, but pattern, 19's a lie. It's a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a lot, lot of, yeah, exactly, of people. Exactly. It's a lot of people to convince to say anything, right? It's a lot not, of not, people. But just now a serious thing to say. Exactly. It's not a good look. Definitely. You know what's pumped about it, though, is Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft's guy. I, you know what? I could, and I said this on one of the casts, couldn't you see New England swooping in and getting That him? would be such bad PR. <laughs> they would never do it. Really? Yeah, because— They took Antonio Brown. Wasn't that before? No, that was, that was after, after he went crazy. Yeah. But he never had sexual harassment stuff. Yeah, he did. With oh, he yeah, had a I thought he just went crazy. He threw like a piano out a window and almost killed a kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Not what but, he threw, but it was not a piano. But then he also, like, I guess. It was a massage made, therapist with him, too, right? Now as a, a painter. She was oh, painting yeah, something yeah, and yeah. he came out, like, naked. He's like, what? <laughs> Paint me nude. I think these guys get <laughs> these so guys are nuts. confident oh, and, like, everyone's telling them how great they are. They yeah. just, like, think they can do anything. Yeah. That's the problem. Get away with anything. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, what's Antonio Brown going to do this year? I mean, someone's going to sign him. Yeah. He should go back to the Raiders. <laughs> a redo? Do no, you think the hey Raiders guys, would sign I'm him? sorry. You think the Raiders would sign him? <laughs> would Gruden give him another chance? Gruden probably would. He's so nuts himself. I mean, dude, when that was all going on, like, remember? Yeah. That was so funny when Antonio Brown released the... Uh, the video of John Gruden calling him. Yeah. Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> what's wrong with wide receivers? It's really, it's usually that position. You, you were a wide receiver, right? I know. It's, it's let's, like, pack, let's unpack that. I think it's because you don't, you get a lot of glory, like in short periods of time, right? And you're used to that glory. So then you got to act out like to like continue getting it, right? Offensive linemen, linebackers, D-linemen, they're like, whatever. You know, I'm going out, I'm playing football. Quarterbacks are already treated differently. Right. Right. And so they already get the preferential treatment. And I feel like wide receivers are like, well, I want that treatment too. Sure. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if it wasn't for me, that guy wouldn't, that quarterback wouldn't even be good. Wide receiver mentality. It's the wide receiver mentality, baby. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to Antonio Brown. Someone will sign him. I didn't realize that he actually had a pretty good season last year. Yeah. But again, right, you got Tom Brady throwing the ball. You've got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You got a lot of other. Right. So he's not getting double teamed like he was in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, that's why Juju broke out that first year because people were so distracted with Antonio Brown that, you know, Juju's just beating single coverage underneath. Yeah. So when Antonio Brown's now in that situation, we'll see if he goes back to a team where maybe he doesn't have all those tools and weapons to mm-hmm. what, what's them. the plan should we plan a game in cleveland oh 100 you want to look up the schedule right now talk about it sure um round schedule yeah i enjoyed when we went both times even the dolphins game which was freezing 
It's a good time. Yeah. It's a good stadium. It is. It's really fun. It's a nice stadium. That, great, great tailgate. Great people at the tailgate. It's definitely different than the Miami tailgates. Oh, 100% different. <laughs> Way more like bougie in Miami. Yeah. Here, it's just a parking lot. Yeah. They're like crushing PBRs on their heads. <laughs> Bud lights. Yeah. Like Miami, like the the funniest thing uh, that I ever saw at a Miami tailgate was the strip club was like promoting itself. So they had like five strippers like just dancing at a tailgate. What? Yeah. They're like twerking. <laughs> And me and Chris were front row. Not Chris Hull here. Chris Alexandrich. Mm-hmm. Dolphins super fan. <laughs> Who flew to Cleveland to watch Who, him play. No, no, he didn't, remember? Chris had so uh, Chris got bought the, the Rob Schneider tickets oh, by his girlfriend. Oh, that's and right. you know, so when you get Rob come. Schneider tickets, Travis, <laughs> you can't possibly pass that up. The Browns? Him and the other four people in that, the, were, in at the, the show. In, in, that were at the show really enjoyed the Deuce Bigelow humor. How does this uh, game intrigue you? Chicago at Cleveland. The Ooh, Bears playing the Browns oh, in Cleveland. When? What week is that? Yeah. At a, it says TBD. Oh, fuck. I didn't release the schedule yet. If it's not freezing cold, I'm in. Yeah, it's just... Andy Dalton be slanging it by then. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what so I what do. I'd rather have a pervert over Andy Dalton. That's all I'm going to say. You guys have talked about on the podcast then what you think about the whole Andy Dalton trade and... Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me from a, a Ryan Pace point of view because if you're Ryan Pace, then it's like, well, dude, aren't you trying to, like, save your job? Like, oh, this yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, you're just like, He's setting up to whatever. Like fired. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, this is like Chris Greer and Brian Foles and the Dolphins. Like, you know, they accumulate all these picks, but they have to hit on these picks now. Or yeah. they're, you know, they've got a bunch of picks over the next three years. Yeah. And they traded away a lot of good people, Larry Tunsil, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, now do you hit on these picks? Yeah, it's a lot of unknowns. Everyone gets excited about the picks, but it's like, what? 80% of them don't do shit. Right, yeah. So it's like the, the odds are not in your favor. Any other games look interesting? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I guess we just know. agreed to the Chicago game. Watch <laughs> no, it be no, like no. December. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah let's, go, let's go to Cleveland in December. They haven't put the date out yet. I mean, you know, they play the Ravens, obviously. And we're looking at just games in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. What so about well, the Pittsburgh one? They got Steelers, they got that could be Bengals, fun. and they got Ravens. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the Cleveland-Pittsburgh, uh, the fans go at it. They're playing, yeah, they're playing Denver in Cleveland, mm-hmm. the Raiders in Cleveland, the Bears in Cleveland, the Lions in Cleveland. So you think we'll have, like, Houston in Cleveland. NFL came out and said they expect full stadiums. In Arizona. I think they'll be full stadiums by then. Do you just, like, probably have to, like, prove you're vaccinated or something? I don't know. How do you do that? Should we put a scarlet letter on everyone with a V? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have not thought of that. Is it going to become like a social thing too? Like girls are like more attracted to the guy with the, the vaccine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, look in Ohio, if you're over 16, you can get vaccinated now. Yeah. And yeah. so. I mean, I think you should get vaccinated. I don't see the downside. No, 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 not, not at all. I'm just saying like, okay, so you think like, so yeah. So by the NFL, like it should be widespread. Right. I like, think it'll be. At least 50% oh. of people. people like, maybe not 100%, maybe 75, but it'll, it'll be close people to Because, you know, by the time it starts, it's next September, mm-hmm. right? People have either had COVID recovered, got the vaccine, whatever. You know, you're still outside. They may still require you to wear masks. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah probably in the mask. You know, not a big deal. 
When you got when this all started, I remember Travis telling me because we were like still planning the Gainesville. I was planning. I was like in my mind, I'm like we're still going to Gainesville, in March. bro. Yeah, yeah, last year. And uh, you're like, I don't know about <laughs> that. I dude, I did not see this whole thing happening. Did you see this happening for a year? Were you like one of the first? I think I was like everyone else, where you know initially you're just in survival mode, and then you you kind of realize this is around to stay, right? Like, they were initially telling us week, two weeks, a month. You know, but obviously, in the healthcare field, we knew it was going to be longer than that. But mm-hmm. then you realize, you know, yeah. this, yeah, this is going to be a long one. But honestly, the vaccine a year and how well the vaccine works is true. Yeah. It's truly a miracle. Yeah. And so it's quicker than I thought they'd have a vaccine. Quicker than I thought they would have one, too. Yeah. I thought they would have one coming out this March. Yeah. And they got it out in, what, December? Now, was that all Operation Warp Speed? I mean, I probably a lot of things, but that definitely helped. I mean, they they did put a ton of money into a lot of, they, you know, they basically invested millions of dollars in multiple companies with multiple ideas and they, to see which one worked. And so obviously that was a good strategy Mm because that led to multiple vaccines being effective. Now, two of them work the same way. One works slightly different, but um, yeah, no, I think their strategy was was a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be also interested in going to, um, you know, and they're letting people in a couple NBA games too, if you guys oh. would be into that. Oh, yeah. Cause then, I want to get Cavs season tickets. Yeah. Because it's hey. cheap. The Cavs suck now, so it's going to be cheap. But. Yeah. I miss I missed going to, like, the Bulls game. What were some of your reactions to all the buyouts and uh, oh, yeah. I free think, agents and, and trades? I think I liked, you know, Bulls picking up Vucevic, but I don't think the Bulls are there. Like, they're not going to be one of the best. It doesn't no, they, they, they're not clicking. They've lost, like, four or five straight now. Which, to be honest, I think that's what they should do. Because I, really? I I never get these teams. I mean, I get you want to make the playoffs and things like that. But, like, I know these teams that go in, like, seed six through eight, you're just kind of, like, in purgatory forever. Yeah, I guess. But I, I just, like. I mean, you got to eventually put it together. I get it. You want to get in, right? You want to get in, for sure. And there's ten teams now. You know, I'd be excited for the Cavs to get in, but I'm also like, you know, if the Cavs get a top three draft pick, I'd love that too. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, but I think the Bulls, they trade away, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, they so, should so They, they should try. Yeah, because yeah, they don't have a pick anyway. Yeah. But I, I did re- enjoy I liked, that they went for it. You know, yeah. a lot of teams do this, like the Dolphins thing, you know. So let's get a bunch of picks that aren't guaranteed, but our fan base will be, like, excited about it. I, like, I think that's actually like a um, a strategy to keep your job longer for years. Like, oh, you gotta yeah, like time. oh, you gotta right. give me time, right? Yeah, like I like, I, I like, I like, the, the like heat we're going for Fuller it. Depot. Yeah, that was loved that. Fun. Yeah, he looked good too when mm-hmm. he his first game. What was that Golden State? I I, I like that uh, that pickup for them. And um, then all these buyouts are all weird. NBA is weird. NBA is weird. You give these guys a shit ton of money, right? And then you realize, oh well, we want to do a rebuild, so. We're going to sit you, right? Yeah, how does a buyout work? I actually so don't know. They sit all the players. They're like, oh, we'll wait till the trade deadline. No one ever offers anything because they know they're going to get bought out. Right. And so then they negotiate a contract buyout for these guys like Drummond. Hmm. So, so like they, they, they just give, pay him cash. They, and say they pay him yeah. money. Now, not as much as it's they were supposed to. less than the contract. Right. Right, right, right. Less than the contract. But Drummond's like, yes, I'll take less money. Because I'm going to go sign with another team. You go sign somewhere else. But then he signed with the Lakers for like 800 grand. And I don't think that's fair that people get to do that. I don't, it's definitely not fair. But now he can win a championship or. Right. But, but, yeah. that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and don't get me wrong, you know, when 
LeBron was in Cleveland, the Cavs were good. I was loving when the Cavs were getting those type of players, right? So it's awesome when your team's getting that, but it, it definitely is unfair because it's, you it know. It enriches the already. Enriches it, the already rich team because these players are the, just, they want to go to, and it makes sense for the players. They're like, oh, I want to go to this team that has a chance of winning a championship, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just makes these, I mean, Andre Drummond is an all-star center and the Lakers get him halfway through the season for pennies. Right, but it like, is mutually beneficial, right? I mean, that team oh, it's clearly definitely mutually beneficial. It's just the NBA is wild because you can't do that in any other sport. Oh, yeah, gotcha. it's just wild that you can do. Or like, I know you don't like it, but you know the Nets picking up Aldridge and Griffin, right? Like, yeah, they got them for pennies too. Like, they're not what they used to be, but they're still serviceable players. It's just it's very interesting. Yeah, you Chris can do that in, in like 2010. Thinks Blake Griffin's still like jumping over Jump keys over over here. <laughs> Guys like barely moving. His I think Blake Griffin's like gonna, gonna be a good pickup for them. <laughs> No, um, but in the playoffs, and you can have those experienced guys exactly. that can come in, give you five, yeah. ten minutes. That is huge. It's not going to be, yeah, like a rookie who's now scared and can't make a shot. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So Blake Gurren's been in the league for 12 years now. So he knows do, what he's doing. Do you, think the, do you think it's Brooklyn Nets that's it? Even though KD's not, not playing? And, if KD's not playing, it could get more interesting. Yeah. If KD is playing, the Nets will win the NBA championship. You think same thing? Probably. I mean, they say he's going to come back soon, so. Yeah. The Nets will win if they're healthy and everybody's playing. Yeah. No one will beat them. Damn. Well, speaking of NBA, dude, did you read that Brian Windhorst uh, book about no. LeBron, the billion-dollar uh, LeBron uh, business? About yeah, how no, LeBron's Erica, such a genius businessman? That was a Christmas gift, a great Christmas gift to me. It was his book that just came. I forget. The, I even forget the title because I haven't read it yet, but I am excited to read it. Okay. I know you think it's all superfluous and he's terrible but he you have to at least acknowledge he's a he is a genius when it comes to his brand and business well i think rich paul is a genius his manager because that has just like nike insulated jordan from a lot of the bad things he did yeah he has definitely lebron been insulated by a lot of the philanthropy he does a lot of his advertising yeah and so and and you know he's built up the net worth and a company that's his brand that's worth so much money. Damn, I thought you would have at least cracked open page one, dude. Nah. That nah. busy. <laughs> busy. You listening to any books? Oh, I love Audible, dude. Yeah. Drive to work, gym, always listen to Audible. To What's the book that? you're listening to? Uh, actually, a history book right now, Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> Why don't you? Okay, Travis <laughs> only reads nonfiction. Why don't you read fiction? Not a fiction guy. I mean, what is Theodore Roosevelt going to do for you? I think that, th- that catcher in the rye couldn't. <laughs> well, look, I think it's two things. Number one, like you said, I don't have much time to read for pleasure. Yeah. So when I do... <laughs> so I have to read for pain. <laughs> no, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, need the, I need the Eleanor Roosevelt 40,000-page biography. Okay, Eleanor Roosevelt is FDR's wife. This is Theodore. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I should read that. Yeah, yeah. You, need you should to get more into nonfiction. Adam. Yeah, probably. No, no, talk so, about the Rough Riders? They do. Yeah, is that, yeah. That, that, that was tra- Yeah, that was okay. Exactly, yeah. That guy was pretty baller, actually. He was baller. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I don't have a lot of time. And so when I do, I want to, like, when I, re- when I have time to read, I want to feel like I'm accomplishing something. You know, I'm learning something. Yeah, would you not learn something from, like, okay, so you learn that Theodore Roosevelt rode in with the Rough Riders and, like, killed a bear and did all this stuff. Like, how does that help you? <laughs> Are you like, I got to be more like Theodore Roosevelt now? No, I mean, I think, A, it does educate you on American history, which I think, look, I'm convinced, Miss Davidson, right, eighth yeah. grade history teacher, I always loved, used to say, if you don't remember the past, you're condemned to repeat it. Yeah. And I do think there are definitely lessons you can learn from history that, are cyclical, right? They come up uh, over and over again. And so if you can learn from things, we've mistakes we've made in the past, mm-hmm. maybe you can prevent them in the future. 
Okay. So that's one of the reasons why I like history a lot. Sure. Plus, are you, it's just, are you open to fiction, though? Will you read one? Yeah, I mean, I will. But will like, you listen to one? The other thing is, I don't get the same enjoyment. Your thoughts on Twilight? <laughs> it's Twilight time. <laughs> I don't get the same enjoyment you do out of fiction. Okay. You know, but you, like, you get real enjoyment out of history. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like the you one on Abraham Lincoln? Well, I can watch Lincoln. I get it. <laughs> yeah, but these books go, like, way more yeah. in, in detail. Depth. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you get a much greater no, appreciation for... I like nonfiction, for... for sure. I'm just... I like to switch yeah, it in. I like to switch it in and out, you know? You guys are switching outfits. I'm a big fan of... Uh, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, autobiographies, like the Matthew McConaughey's, the Yeah, I've read, of course. Yeah. yeah. Green Lights was a great book. Yeah. No, that that's... This book is, in a sense... I mean, it's not obviously written and read by Theodore Roosevelt, but... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Audible. It That's my Theodore Roosevelt impression, impression, by the way, as a ghost. But there, you the, the benefit... Put that, put that zip up back on. <laughs> yeah, this weather is like, it's either extremely hot, and then as soon as you take your jacket off, freezing wind. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear it in the mics right now. All right, let's let's pause. Okay, wait a second. It's going. It's coming by. What are you talking up. about? Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. What about? What were you just saying before the wind happened? Oh, about green lights. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Relating that to this history book. Yeah. Just saying, like, the benefit, you know, why you, like, enjoyed the green lights so much. That's the same in German I got of... Uh, this book on Theodore Roosevelt because it goes really in depth into his life and he talks about his, a lot of his like personal experiences and how he overcame them and it just I think it provides a lot of lessons on not even not only American history but like just the personality of a man that was so successful yeah I've uh, always wondered how they kind of figure those out right it's actually interesting they look at you know back then everything obviously there's there's more contemporary historians around that time that write a lot. Yeah. But then they, like, read newspapers. They're really into reading personal letters. Yeah. And so that's probably where they get the most of their mm -hmm. detail. And, and and what they cite from the most is, like, letters that he would write to people. Because people saved him over time. They get passed down in families. Sure. And then they... That's where this author did most of her kind of investigating. That is interesting. I've always wondered how, like, they put everything... That's got to be a shit ton of work. Oh, it's so I can't imagine. The book on Audible is 30 hours. 30 Ooh. Damn. So it's like, they really me, like, start with like him getting born and everything. But Must. then it's interesting because then they go, yeah, they stood and then they go into it's not it's not really called a biography because then they go into people that were important in his life and spend like two chapters on them. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's not just about because they talk a lot about William Taft, who's the president after him. Well, I mean, I really enjoy like Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Right. So it's similar yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. But even more in depth. Damn, even more in depth than that. I thought that was pretty intense. Yeah. I like the one in, in his hardcore history where he's talking about one of the soldiers is writing home about trench warfare. I heard about this, but I didn't listen. And then it turns out that that soldier was Adolf Hitler, who then learned all oh, of the warfare yeah. techniques from That's pretty that. cool. Yeah. So it was like the letter that they saved. Who's saving this stuff? You get anything? <laughs> like, are they going to do any autobiographies? Well, in like a hundred like, years, it's going to be like, like, like this guy messages. went to Subway like twice, twice <laughs> yeah. every week. You should see Adam's DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam, not a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Look at LeBron's DMs. <laughs> like to look at them all. We saw Not Kevin, just the ones. We saw Kevin Durant's show me. DMs. Oh, week. Kevin Durant's DMs this week. Oh yeah. What is wrong with him? Uh, Seriously, he, I don't know, man. He's got mental he issues. He can't take criticism. 
I can't take the criticism. burner accounts and this. Yeah. The burner accounts is one of the craziest things ever happened. Yeah. He is too sensitive. Yeah, for oh, those for sure. that don't know, Kevin Durant had uh, a Twitter burner that uh, was defending himself, but it was him. Just made up a random account to defend himself. To go online and argue with people of why Kevin Durant was good. <laughs> but it was him just arguing with people about why he was good. Maybe that's that. why he works out with Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie is also like... I know, I thought that was going to be toxic, but it seems to be working for all of them. For now. For now. For now. Until for they one, lose. Uh, yeah. Until they lose, and then it's going to explode. I don't think but it, yeah, they good. might not lose. If they yeah. do, though, then you're going to start. Oh, hearing cracks. that'll be very interesting. Very interesting. I always thought it'd be like super easy to guard Kyrie. All you'd have to do is like while you're guarding, be like, "Dude, do you ever think about how like the world's like ninety percent water?" And then you just like <laughs> stop dribbling and be like, "Whoa, <laughs> Kyrie, the world is not flat," and you just. Or you just criticize KD while he's dribbling and then yeah. he stops to defend himself. You just take the ball. <laughs> he just like, I just tweeted this. He like stops. He's on his <laughs> Wait, his I phone. I gotta respond. I have to respond. <laughs> Michael Rapport should just go courtside of every game and be fuck him up. Shit to yeah, that would be hilarious up. in the finals if he's funny. like in LA. That would be really funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My, dude, I bet you he would do it too, Michael Rapport. Yeah, Michael Rapport's kind of a shithead. Yeah. He would show up. He's, he lives awesome. in New York, right? Yeah, he's a New York guy. But if then they... I think he lives in L.A. actually now because he well, does perfect. all the... Yeah. If Lakers make it. That'd be that so would funny. be so funny. That'd be so funny. Mm-hmm. I if don't Michael know, Michael Rappaport was like this year's Drake. Yeah. Where he's just like courtside talking shit this to the whole This Soldier time. Boy. Remember that? <laughs> Remember when Soldier Boy and LeBron had beef? Well, it was like... Yeah, because LeBron was like... It was Deshaun Stevenson and LeBron. Yeah, he's like, and, it's like... And he like, was like, yeah, it's like, it's like Soldier Boy saying something to Jay-Z. And then Soldier Boy was like, "What?" And you, know, you remember, like Soldier Boy, then made like a diss track on LeBron, and then Jay Z came back with like a. It was a whole wild thing. Oh, I, I love I those Cavs Wizards uh, rivalry. I loved that. Yeah, those were fun. Those were real. That fun. was when they had. I was uh, actually the Hibachi Gilbert was, Arenas. Yeah, I was at a playoff game in DC when the Cavs were playing them. It was a uh, senior year, high school senior trip to DC, and the Cavs were playing them and. Myself, two of my friends, and one of our teachers got tickets to go to the game since we were in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were wearing our Cavs stuff, and we were sitting in the complete last row. And it was terrible because it was actually a game that the Cavs got blown out that game. And we left with, like, three minutes to go. And as we're walking down, everyone's booing us. They're throwing their shit at us. And, oh, wow. Like, it was hostile. I mean, oh, that yeah. was a major – it was, like, three straight years they played in the playoffs. Yeah. They hated each other. Yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, that was height of Soldier Boy, LeBron, Deshaun Stevens, and Jay-Z feud. It was great. Speaking of feuds, you watch that uh, Stipe uh, oh, yeah. and Ganu fight? Yeah, that sucked. Did you watch the replay? I watched the replay. I know you fell asleep. Yeah, I did fall Couldn't asleep. Couldn't support your boy, could you? Well, I was going to, but <laughs> I've been day drinking all day, too. <laughs> yeah, when as soon as you text me, like, I'm going to dinner, I'm like, he'll never. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've been day drinking all day. I fell asleep right before O'Malley started fighting. I saw the fight right before oh, him okay. and then I fell asleep and then I woke up and they were all over. I was like, God damn it. But I'm, no, I didn't miss much. But yeah, Ngannou seems to be the dominant one now for the next uh, five years for sure. Yeah. I would like to see Stipe get a rematch because, you know, I mean, Stipe, he even admits he's like, I went away from the game plan. He's like, he, I could tell he was getting a little tired and then I got a little too in there and, you know, it only takes one shot from Francis. Oh, yeah. That guy is like... He's an animal. And he's gotten better at fighting. Yes. A big man that can also do... Can also kick and defend is... I mean... Because, you know, the game plan for... what do you think your... about him and John Jones instead of uh, Stipe getting the rematch? I mean, 
I think that's a good fight too. But I, I John Jones I was twenty don't mil. Think John Jones is ready for that though. Twenty mil's a lot. You're getting kind of cold out here, aren't you? A little cold. Okay. Well, no, I got this to put on. Um, I think uh, you give John Jones twenty mil. I think you'd get in there. I think he would get in there too, for sure. You think he'd lose? I think he'd win, actually. I don't know. I just have this John Jones aura in my mind. I think John Jones would win. You do. I think John Jones is very smart. So. The, the the whole game plan with Stipe, I thought Stipe was smart too. Yes, and he we, he fucked up, but he admitted that he fucked up because the whole game plan when you're fighting a guy like that is one, right? Watch out for the heavy hand, and two, don't really start doing stuff till round three or four because he's gonna yeah. get tired. You know, yeah. carrying that much muscle around, you get tired. Yeah, and you know the first time they fought, Stipe literally dominated him every round. He won all five rounds. Yeah, and so Stipe this time was, and I watched it. And the guy who probably had the first round this time too. Yeah. But, you know, the whole game plan is, you know, just get to round three, wear him down, and then he'll make some mistakes, and then then you go out. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to knock that guy out, too. Yeah. But, and Stipe admits it, he admits it. He's like, I wish I would have had, you know, I was doing the game plan and stuff like that, and then I thought I saw an opportunity, and he's like, no, I, was, I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I went away from the game plan. Dude. I think John Jones is smart enough that yeah. he could, you know. Yeah, and he, and, he's, and he has so many weapons that he uses to, like, fuck, you, fuck your day up. Yeah. Um, Although Ngannou's story, I never knew his story beforehand. It's insane how he, yes. like, had to get on the boat and yep. then, like, got caught, like, ten times. And Getting then into finally Europe. got into Europe. Wait, where is he from? Uh, Nigeria. Cameroon. Oh, is oh, it Cameroon? I think Cameroon. And, uh, and so he got caught. They put him back. He would do it again and again and again. Talk about just, like, a will to live. Yeah. And then he got to France. And then he just started training for UFC, dude. And he is a scary man. Yeah. (laughs) He's a scary man. He's one of the most yoked dudes I've ever seen. I mean, he outweighed Stipe by 30 pounds. And Stipe is big. Stipe is a big guy. Stipe looks svelte. He looked like he was, like, uh, on, like, the cardio. Yeah, he was trimmed. He was trying to, like, go, like, oh, I'm going to cardio him out. Yeah. But then when he got that much power. Yeah. You get clipped once by him. That's the problem, right? You, you, You have a game plan of make him work, but you get one shot from him, and it's... I mean, he knocked anybody out. out. Slides out. He's a big man. It was not a graceful knockout either. Stipe's leg almost broke in half. Stipe's 6'4 was like 230. Like, that's a big guy. He's a big dude. And Nagano was like 265. Yeah. He looks like an NFL DN. (sighs) Damn. I'm excited for... I'm I'm just glad that some heavyweight thing is back. Yeah. Like, of just like, you know... Well, UFC's UFC's now doing full fans. Yeah, I know. Next fight is back to full fans. Okay, sweet. The heavyweight title has probably got to be the most gratifying thing to obtain. Yeah, we've talked about this life. before. Yeah, if you, if you could be You're the baddest man on earth, if you could be the best at any sport in the world, what would you choose? Travi, I choose basketball. Really? Yeah. So I also chose NBA. that, but then I did get. I was like, actually, you're right. Being the heavyweight UFC champion of the world. Like you're, that's pretty badass. But, but you gotta, those are hard, man. You gotta get your, you gotta get your ass kicked for. Yeah, I mean, you have to be in a long person time. Insane, so sure. gratifying. But no, though, I, I, I would probably pick NBA. But I mean that. I mean, being like Mike Tyson back in the heyday, dude. Yeah, but think he. I mean, like he got so messed up from boxing. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Physically, mentally, he's still boxing. <laughs> he just signed with Evander Holyfield. He's gonna box again. Oh, <laughs> what is like he? 60. Uh, When's the Jake Paul? Uh, ben Askren. Oh, I don't know. Let's look that up. Because God, I hope would ben Askren knocks him out. I'd love to see Ben Askren knock the shit out of that guy. 
Jake Paul, did you see? Did you see their exchange where he yeah, like he's a slapped his side? Yeah, and Ben Askren's like, "What?" You see Daniel oh, ben, Cormier comment on it? Ben, yeah, Ben Askren doesn't fox though, so I I don't. Maybe Jake Paul could win. I don't. I'm done. I'm done with this stuff. It's a dude. side show. Yeah, all it's this YouTube, show. all these show. YouTube idiots. Is is the other Paul gonna fight Floyd Mayweather? Did yeah, that get canceled off. No, that's still gonna happen. I think. I'm pretty sure. So what is Floyd stupid. Mayweather doing? Making shit tons of money for doing no work. What are the chances after this Jake Paul and Conor McGregor getting a box? <laughs> hey, if, if Conor loses to Dustin, well, I don't know what the next step is for him if he fights Dustin again, which yeah. is sad. But I, I hope he does win and just retires because yeah. I don't want him going against Chandler. Yeah, I mean, McGregor's just passed. He's got too much other stuff going on. Yeah. Like, he's not fully into the fight game anymore. Gotta be committed. He's too full much other stuff, track, right? Full circle, Gotta be committed. He brought himself up. He, you know, won two belts at the same time. He was committed to that, and then all of a sudden, you know, now he's got this clothing line. Now he's got this Irish whiskey. He's doing, like, these world tours, and he's not fully into it anymore. Yeah. And it shows. I mean, come on. A lot of... I don't follow boxing that close, or even... UFC. UFC, yeah. but... Like, a lot of his was a publicity stunt, too. Yeah, no, that's, like, his whole shtick, right? Yeah. He he builds up the show. He was the best marketer, but he for was, sure. But he was he's a martial artist, the whole time. Travis. He's one of the best martial artists of fair, all time. Fair, fair, fair. But the most of the time, he was thinking post yeah. building up a brand. Yeah. So I'm going to make for money. Sure. Um, and, I mean, good, right? He's super rich he's now. He's still the biggest draw in UFC, yeah. so. Right? Yeah. Damn. Well, I think that was good for today, guys. That was yeah. an hour 30. Quick hour 30. Quick Man. hour 30. We'll uh, go ahead and release it. I ha- I hope none of the wind like really fucked anything up, but I thanks for having was, me. Uh, I, I thought this it. was fun. Yeah, this was fun. We're thanks going... for coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah, As a no loyal problem. listener, I was glad to finally get on <laughs> the cast. And if you listen enough, maybe you could get on too. <laughs> um, we're going to go out to uh, Kai Straw, a uh, guy from San Francisco. Got a lot of good songs. We're going to go out to uh, a song called Everything is Sweet. So check him out. He's on uh, Spotify. He's on YouTube. Really, really good. Actually, an interesting story about him, too. Lost his job in COVID and then became a full-time musician. Wow. His music's great. Good song, though. Yeah. Really good song. Yeah. We'll listen to it back in there. Would you shut up? (laughs) All right. Thanks, uh, everybody. Thanks for you guys. Uh, Thank you. Let's call it a day. Peace. I could see the ocean. That's a waste. I think about the love I can make. I'm thinking about frosted flakes. I scream it out loud nowadays. Life's got sprinkles, cupcake. Everything's sweet. Chocolate. I'm feeling this emotion. This emotion.
feels like my winter's past. I feel the sunshine at last. I used to be hopeless. I feel like I done some healing, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's like I got no ceiling, baby. Yeah, yeah got a limp and a fractured face. And with the fat lip all sexy, tatted on my fucking face. Nothing you could do to me sticks. I can make sugar out of bullshit. Everything's sweet. Sweet, like chocolate, 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 sweet, like chocolate